reward. And we're going to be in Psalm 19 here in just a little while, looking at those verses one more time, because you find a lot of encouragement there. As you come to Psalm 124, you can make your way over there. That's where we'll find ourselves here in a few moments. You come to the end of Psalm 124, and with great emphasis, the psalmist begins to point us once again to the Lord. Blessed be the Lord God. As you come to those words with great emphasis, it's a reminder of just how wonderful our God is. And we see in Psalm 107, as we saw in Sunday School Hour, and we see in Psalm 19, with great emphasis, the law of the Lord is perfect. I don't believe he's saying it in a way where it's very lazy. The law of the Lord is... No, the law of the Lord is perfect. In Psalm 124, you see with great emphasis these statements that are being made in verse number 1 and verse number 2, if it had not been the Lord. Now this morning, you've come to the house of God. You're sitting in your seat. Some of you have something on your mind right this very moment that is weighing heavy on your mind. Can I encourage you? Pray right now and ask the Lord to take it off your mind for just a little while. You've brought in some burdens, and those burdens are on your heart and your mind right this very moment. For just a few moments, stop thinking about those burdens. Give them to the Lord and ask the Lord to clear your mind so that you can hear from Him this morning and from His Word if it had not been the Lord. You see, within every single one of our lives, you come to certain seasons of life. You have joyous seasons, you have troubling seasons, you have happy seasons, you have hard seasons, you have difficult seasons, you have trying seasons, you have uh, uh, bountiful seasons, you have seasons of blessings, you have seasons of turmoil. Within all of our lives this morning, you go back and you say, I remember that season of joy. And I remember the season of joy, and I also remember season of heartache. I remember the season of being on the mountaintop and feeling as though nothing could go wrong. And I remember that season of being in the valley and feeling, man, could anything go any worse? And seasons, they come and go. But within every single season of our lives, as you're on the mountaintop, I believe the truth would still be if it had not been the Lord. In the season of the valley, when you're going through the valley and you're wondering what's going to be the end and what it looks like, and is there any light at the end of the tunnel? Can I just see the light at the end of the tunnel? I believe we come through those seasons and we still say, if it had not been the Lord. In the seasons of happiness, in the seasons of turmoil, in the seasons of trying times, blessing, if it had not been the Lord. Verse number 1, Psalm 124, the Bible says, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side... Now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when the wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us, the stream had gone over our soul, then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our souls escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. Snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. I want you to really catch what is going on here. A psalm of David and this psalm of David here, there, there are many occasions in David's life when you can go back to and begin to think about certain things that he is saying here. It very well could be a time in his life when he had ran it, went in alone in the valley when he's about to face Goliath. It very well could be in, in David's life many times, maybe when Saul eyed him with hate, maybe time and time again as his men barely escaped from Saul and Saul's executioners. And maybe when Absalom rebelled and the fate of the nation hung and the balance there and he's having to wonder, maybe during some of his wars, 
But as David is penning these words and you begin to think about what is going on here, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us. This psalm is very interesting the way that it kind of flows because as it begins to open up, it uses the word if, which is going to be a word that we place a lot of emphasis on here in a few moments. But as you walk through this psalm here, there's a lot of repetition. Verse number three, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Verse 4 and 5, then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Verse number 5, a repetition here. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. In verse 6, 7, and 8, with great emphasis, as he's reflecting on some things, says, Blessed be the Lord, who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken, and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. One of the the great joys of the Word of God or reading the Word of God is the Word of God oftentimes has a great way of pinning the words that are in your heart that you don't truly know how to say it. You don't necessarily sometimes know if someone asks you, hey, describe that, and you you look at them with a description on your heart and you can't get the words out because you say, I don't really know how to put the words into to context of, of maybe how grateful you are or how wonderful the Lord has been. And so you look at them and you say, I don't really know how to describe it. But then you come to the Word of God and there are many verses all throughout the Word of God where as you're reading it, you say, that's exactly what I meant to say. That's it. That, that, that statement right there, that, that sums up what is going on in my heart and how I want to describe it. The Word of God has a very powerful way of doing that. And as you come to Psalm 124, I believe there have been many times in our lives whenever we've been going through something or we've been reflecting on something and we didn't necessarily know how to express exactly what God was doing in our hearts. In Psalm 124, I believe this has been many of our our lives here at certain seasons of our life when these would have been the words that we couldn't really truly express, but we wanted to. If it had not been the Lord. The psalmist here, if you would, for just a moment, as this psalm begins to kind of flow a certain way, it's as though the psalmist, as he is maybe sitting down or maybe he is going over some things in his own mind. He's reflecting on some things and he makes the statement, had not been the Lord who was on our side. Maybe he's sitting there, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. He's kind of thinking on this. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Maybe with great joy, he kind of repeats that. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side. And he can't even fathom, he can't understand that there is such a holy and righteous and loving God who cares about him and others, as he goes on and says this, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us. The psalm begins to lay out some very dreary and dark days as he goes on in verse 3, 4, and 5 and lays out the, the, the days ahead if the Lord had not intervened, if you would. And this morning, maybe there's someone here and the Lord has revealed some things to you and you're looking back and you're saying, if it had not been the Lord who had dealt with that situation, if it had not been the Lord who had got me through that situation. This morning, maybe you've come through and we've been tempted to say this before. 
And I think we all understand here, and maybe there's a, an individual, imagine for just a moment, who gets the diagnosis that they have cancer. They walk into the, the office and the doctor says, just want to let you know the results have come back and I wish I had better news, but the results do reveal that you do have cancer and we're going to have to treat this when it's going to be aggressive. And along that journey of that individual who has to endure some of the cancer treatments and some of the chemotherapy and all of the days ahead, there, there maybe is a doctor that comes into that individual's life or maybe there is a nurse that comes into that individual's life or maybe there's a group of people that are introduced to that person that really encourage them along the journey. And that person makes the statement and they are making that statement if it had not been for that doctor. No, 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 no. If it had not been for the Lord who brought that doctor into your life. If it had not been the Lord who brought that nurse into your life. If it had not been the Lord who brought that group of people in your life. Yes, God used those people, but it was not those people. It was God who put them in your life. And they understood the purpose of being in your life was not to be an encouragement to others, but to be an encouragement to you and to help you along the way of that long journey. You see, there, there are certain times in our lives whenever we begin to exalt man sometimes and we understand that man is, uh, is God's tool and God's instrument to be used by His will and for His will. But at the end of the day, as you begin to think about all the many times in, Saul, or in Paul's life or in David's life or in Joshua's life or in Moses' life and, and even in Daniel's life and many times in Scripture as people are, are going back and looking at certain things, they begin to point all the praise to the Lord. Psalm 107, as we were looking at just a few minutes ago in our Sunday school hour, and we began to acknowledge that the psalmist four different times says, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. The psalmist here in Psalm 124 makes the statement, if it had not been the Lord. Right this very moment, I want you to take a time for five seconds. Think of that moment in your life, that time in your life when you say, if it had not been the Lord. I know something's just come through your mind. I know for me, right this very moment, I'm beginning to think of the, the, the past of my life and even the present times of my life and certain situations in my life. I could go on and on and on and share with you if it had not been the Lord in this situation, if it had not been the Lord in this situation, yes, God used individuals, but it wasn't those individuals. It was God in the midst of those individuals' lives being used in my life to accomplish His will. And as you come to Psalm 124, the psalmist here is recognizing these words, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. I love this psalm because of how serious and how personal it is, how it begins to repeat itself. Notice these words, if. Verse number one, it says if. In verse number two, it says if. And you go on and it says the, the uses the word then, multiplies. Verse number three, then, and then the waters, then they, then the proud. It uses the words against us and against us. It uses the word soul. A repetition here because it's trying to paint the picture and help us understand all of what is going on. And within Psalm 124, we see three things that the psalmist helps us to understand when it comes to, specifically within our lives, what the Lord is trying to deal with us on. Notice with me, number one, I want you to notice three things. Notice the Lord's presence here. Notice in verse number one and in verse number two, the Bible says, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. You know, I love being in the presence of my family. I love my my wife and I love my children. I love being in their presence. I love going and spending time with friends, love being with other family members. And I could go on and name and name and name. I love being in the presence of, uh, of family and friends. I love being in the presence of our church family. I love it. 
Can I share with you, there's just no comparison to being in the presence of my family and being in the presence of my friends and being in the presence of the Lord. There's just really not. There's just something special about getting alone with God and as God is dealing with you and God is reminding you of His goodness and God is reminding you of His mercy and His grace and His love and His compassion and His will for your life and His purpose for your life and you just get alone with Him. There's something special about it. Remember being out on a lawnmower, and this was a couple of years ago, and I remember we were, at the time, praying about what the Lord's will was for our church, and would He have us to build, would He have us do this, what was His will for us? And we owned some property on Needmore Road. I remember being out there mowing that piece of property many, many times, and and uh, would be out on that lawnmower just riding that property. As I'm riding that property, I'm trying to, to envision what could this property look like? What could it be? Well, all of these many things. And I remember many times just having music going in my ear and spending time in prayer and just, just looking, just, just saying, wow, what could it be? Lord, what do you have in store? There were times whenever I would be overcome with emotion and begin to, to, to weep and begin to think about just how good God's been to us in certain seasons and this and that and, and begin to reflect on this season and begin to reflect in this answer to prayer and just, I mean, overcome with just how good He's been. And I began to, to, to think at certain times as I was spending time in prayer that some of those times whenever I was on that lawnmower and I was doing nothing but just cutting some grass were some of the most precious times. And sometimes it was, was that, that, that time I remember vividly being in the, the, the gym and I was on one of the, the, the ellipticals and at the time we were going to Gold's gym and Miss Kelly and I were working out together and so we would go to the gym together, we'd drop the kids off in the little daycare area and we'd go and exercise together and I remember there was this one occasion where I went into what they would call their movie room at this time, and I was in there. It was dark, and there wasn't a lot of people, and there was one of the only machines open. I was listening to music and began to, to listen to music as I'm listening to the music and, and beginning to think about the the, the, the the lyrics of that song. And all of a sudden, the, the lyrics of that song is a song that a group of ladies had just sung in our church, and the lyrics began to, to, to flow, and it starts off, and it just hits that chorus. That name is Jesus. What a powerful name. You begin to think about that name, Jesus. I remember on that elliptical, just going. In the dark. Tears running down my face. I begin to think about, that's my Jesus. That's my Lord. That's my God. That's the one who saved me. That's the one who called me to preach. That's the one who's enabled me. That's the one who's been there with me. All of the many emotions and all the many things that were running through my mind as I began to think, that name is Jesus. And I began to reflect at certain times in my life it had not been the Lord. I remember being in that dark room on the elliptical. By the way, don't make fun of me for being on elliptical. It, 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 does, it does some work, all right? I see Brother Devin back there shaking his head. Stop it. I remember being in there. Headphones in. Holy Spirit just reminding me and dealing with me as I entered into the presence of the Lord right then and there and just began to think, man, what a God. What a Savior. Been times on vacation looking out into the ocean and just looking and seeing as it just continues to go. My God created that. 
Psalm 19, I love Psalm 19 as it paints the picture and you begin to see as it kind of introduces and it, it pulls the curtains to the side and all of a sudden you're introduced to God Almighty, the Creator. And as you come to Psalm 124, the psalmist says, if it had not been the Lord who's on our side. You begin to notice these words, if it had not been the Lord specifically, and you begin to realize that they're beginning to point all glory and acknowledging Jehovah God as Himself and the emphasis there as He has delivered them, as He is there, He is present. The statement who rose up against us, when men rose up against us, as you think about that statement, this is a critical time. This isn't just a, a time whenever, you know, they're just going through the motions. It's not a time where they're waking up and saying, yeah, they don't like me, but, you know, what are they going to do? No, this is a critical time here. When men rose up against us, as you begin to think about the Lord's presence here, and you begin to think about what the, the psalmist is penning, is he says, if it had not been the Lord, You see, in Psalm 46, verse number 1, the Bible says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. There are many things in this world that try to boast itself as our refuge and try to boast itself as our strength, but those things fail. But our God never fails. Our God is always present. Our God is always there. There have been many of you that have gone through some things and you don't realize how you got through it. And you're asking, how did I got through it? If it had not been the Lord... The psalmist here begins to paint a very dark and gloomy picture. The situation, imagine for this moment, it's not a pleasant situation. In verses 3, 4, and 5, as he uses these strong statements that they had swallowed us up quick. When their teeth, when their, when their wrath was kindled against us. And the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. I mean, they imagine for just a moment. Months of sieging, of battling, of, of smoke, of attacks, of counterattacks, of hunger, of famine, of desperation. All of this, what may be at the very end here. People dying and all of this here as he's beginning to think, if it had not been the Lord. You ever reflect in your own life sometimes, you begin to think about that time that you really thought, Lord, how am I going to make it? And maybe you're trying to provide food on the table. Maybe you're trying to, 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 to figure out the next job situation. Maybe you've just been given the diagnosis of a health concern. And maybe you're just going through and you're wondering, man, what in the world has happened? Uh, an event has turned in your life. Maybe you've just gotten bad news. Maybe uh, an unexpected phone call and you're literally sitting there in your recliner. You're literally sitting there on your bed. You're, you're wondering, how am I going to even get up tomorrow and go? And now here today, you look back and you begin to see all the, the difficult days that there were and all the, the hard trials that were presented and all of the, 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 the times when you were weeping and all the times whenever you're crying out to God and asking Him why and all the, 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 the struggles that uh, continuously continued in your life during that season. And you look back now and your statement and your testimony would be, if it had not been the Lord. If it had not been the Lord. As I go all the way back into my life and I begin to think about Psalm 107 for just a moment. Go with me there once again this morning. I want you to see this because I love how this psalm takes on what is a testimony. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. 
Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. He goes on and as he starts out this psalm here, it's as though he's testifying. And for just a moment, I want you to understand the, the, the testimony and, and, and understand my heart concerning this message as I begin to think back in my own life. I begin to think about how, how this would flow in my own life and as I'm testifying and thinking back in the moments if it had not been the Lord. And I began to think, I was born August 17th, 1992. My parents were Mark Farmer and Lori Farmer. And there came a time in that relationship whenever they ended up getting a divorce and along came a gentleman by the name of Richard Smith. And as Richard Smith came into to our, our family and my parents ended up getting married and Richard Smith married Lori Farmer and Lori Farmer now became Richard, uh, Lord, Richard and Lori Smith. And that was a new family and that was the home and that was the home I was being raised up in. I could easily stop for a moment and say if it had not been Richard Smith, but I recognize in that moment if it had not been the Lord who brought Richard Smith into my mom's life and in my 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 family's life, where would I be? But it wasn't Richard Smith, it was God. And my, my testimony continues to flow on and I begin to, to share that if it had not been, as you begin to think about moving from Columbus, Indiana to Columbus, Georgia, and I begin to testify about the pastor Mark Brown there and the difference that Mark Brown was making in my life and the church, Maranatha Baptist Church of Columbus, Georgia was making in my life. And I could easily say if it was not for Maranatha Baptist Church and Pastor Mark Brown, where would I be? But it's not them, it's if it had not been the Lord, where would I be? And I continue going on. I begin to talk about how the Lord brought Kelly Farmer or Kelly Brown into my life, and we ended up getting married. And all of a sudden, the Lord began to make a difference in our lives. And I could testify the many times that God has used her. And I could say, "Oh, Kelly Farmer," but it's not Kelly Farmer if it had not been the Lord. Miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage for a couple of months and a year, a little over a year. Oh, there were people that were brought into our life. Oh, there were was a doctor that she consulted with, and that doctor gave her some information, and that doctor's information would allow us to be able to have another baby, and his name is Charlie, and he's in the nursery today. I can say, oh, that doctor, but it's not that doctor. If it had not been the Lord who opened the door and gave that doctor wisdom concerning that situation and those circumstances, if it had not been the Lord, Psalm 107 begins to give that flow as the statement is made, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Time and time again, and the testimony just flows. You see, every single one of us this morning, we have a testimony. You have a past testimony, you have a present testimony, you have a future testimony. You have a testimony if you are here and you are saved of salvation and the difference that Jesus Christ has made in your life and the difference that He desires to make into your life. You, you have a, a great opportunity to share of the presence of God in your life and what He is trying to do currently right this moment. Number two, not only should you notice the Lord's presence here, but notice the Lord's protection. Verse 3, 4, and 5, the Bible begins to lay it all out. To be swallowed up here, if you would. A statement speaks of a, a common expression for sudden and complete destruction. Just like that. And he goes on in verse number 3, 4, and 5. Then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. And the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. And then the proud waters had gone over our soul. If it had not been 
the Lord. You see, verses 3, 4, and 5 are all sharing what would have happened if God had not prevailed. And as you look at verses 3, 4, and 5, you begin to see then, then, and then. Within all of our lives, a testimony is ever present this morning. If God had not intervened, then where would I be? How would I have gotten through? And then, then what would have been the end? What, what, where would I be right this moment? What would have been my life? What would it look like? How would I have I gotten through this? And all throughout Scripture, you see our God time and time again protecting His children. The Psalms begin to lay that out. Many of the Psalms begin to reveal to us the protection of the Lord. And so we see His presence. We see His protection. And finally, this morning, look at verse number 6 on down. Blessed be the Lord. But it's not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Number three, notice the Lord's preeminence. In verse number six, there is praise unto the Lord for safety. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as prey to their teeth. In the midst of acknowledging if it had not been the Lord, he pauses for a few moments, and in verse number 6, he offers all praise. The psalm starts out with praise. If it had not been the Lord, that's where the emphasis is placed. It's placed on the person of the Lord and what he had done. In verse number 6, he reaffirms that blessed be the Lord, who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. He begins to point us in praise for safety here. You begin to notice in verse number 6 again and on down that he says, Blessed be the Lord. He is speaking of God specifically, and that is who provided the safety. The Lord is the one who provided the safety, and so he is offering all preeminence of the Lord's situation here. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us his prey. He doesn't say, hey, the Lord gave this person. No, blessed be the Lord who did this work. There's power in it. Our soul is escaped out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I mean, heaven and earth. As I began to think about my own life and the days that have gone by and the days that I'm living in right now and the future that I pray the Lord would continue to allow me to see and the work that He might have for me. Serving Him. Living for Him. I know that the testimony of days that have gone by is if it had not been the Lord. I know that right this very moment as I'm standing before you and as I'm preaching this morning and I'm, as I'm here at Gateway Baptist Church, I stand before you and say if it had not been the Lord. And as I look to the future, I'm able to say with great confidence because of what He's done in the past and what He's doing right now, if it is not the Lord. It's not the Lord. You see, I've been reminded within my own life that truly I am nothing. I'm nothing. Reminded that my days are limited. And every single day is an opportunity for me to live for the Lord and point others to the Lord. And there are going to be times whenever I'm coming through a trial. There are going to be times whenever I'm prepared for a trial. There are going to be times when I'm living on the mountaintop. And there's going to be times when I'm experiencing great blessing. And people are going to ask questions about every single season of life. And I ought to say, if it had not been the Lord. If it had not been the Lord. Where would I be? How would I have gotten through that? What would have happened? 
As you come to Psalm 19, you see it's as though he pulls the curtains back and introduces us to God Almighty, the Creator. As you come to Psalm 107, it's as though the psalmist is sharing a testimony and he is introducing us into the God who has been there with him every step of the way and he pauses each time, oh, that men would praise the Lord. And then as you're coming to Psalm 124, it's as though the psalmist is reminding us of all of our past and all that we have come through, whether good or bad, if it had not been the Lord. This morning, I want to ask you this question. When was the last time that you acknowledged just truly how good He's been to you? Because this is the reality. You're here this morning, but only because if it had not been the Lord. Well, we do thank you this morning. We thank you for your goodness. I pray, Lord, this morning that you would help us to be reminded of this simple truth if it had not been you. Lord, where would I be if it had not been for you and the calling you placed upon my life? If it had not been you, where would I be with my family? If it had not been you, where would I be if I had never accepted you as my Savior? Lord, you've been so good to me. I believe it's a testimony of all of us this morning. I pray that we would praise you because if it had not been for you, where and who would we be? Be this invitation. Use it the way you see fit. For it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. With heads bowed and eyes closed, I ask you this question. How many of you this morning know that it's only by the grace of God Who you are and where you are is because if it had not been for the Lord. Would you raise your hand this morning? I see those hands. Would you stand with me? Heads bowed, eyes closed. The piano is playing this morning. Maybe you want to find yourself at the altar and just thank the Lord. If it had not been for Him, who would you be? If it had not been for Him, where would you be? Some of you have come from a a rough situation. If it had not been the Lord bringing you out of that, where would you be? Some of you have been praying for certain things for years. If it had not been the Lord, how would it have turned out? Who would you be? Where would you be? How would you get through if it had not been the Lord? I'm thankful for my past, what God has done. I'm thankful to be able to live in the present, what He is currently doing. Oh, and I'm excited about the future, what He's going to do. But I believe the testimony will continue to be if it had not been the Lord. There's some praying, the piano's playing, the Lord's dealing with you. I want to encourage you. Find yourself at the altar, spend some time.